Greetings and uh, welcome back to the Paul Chabot Show. Glad to have you here on another episode as we are in the year of 2023. Hopefully everybody had a great New Year's and a safe time with family and friends. Hey, so, <laughs> pardon me. A little while ago, I was on a uh, program with Tom Basili. Tom Basili is the host of America right now on Newsmax on the weekends. Great program. Had a chance to speak to him a little bit about uh, my company, conservativemove.com but also about stats, like why people are moving uh, from certain states and what's going on. Well, look, no surprise, I run a few real estate companies, the largest being conservativemove.com. We help our clients sell homes in blue states and literally escape, right? Escape out of those states and move uh, to red states. It's been a, a huge success. We help not just you know families, but businesses as well. And look, if you're stuck in a red state uh, and you're a conservative, uh, you're largely staying there for one of three reasons, friends, family, or, or weather. Now, some of y'all got kids in high school and wait until they graduate. Totally understand that. Uh, look, others of you may have health issues or taking care of family or friends. Completely respect that uh, as well. And look, the other side of this is, um, you know, do you, where you are, is that your forever home? And there is a thinking that why should you or we abandon these blue states as conservatives, and why not stick around and keep fighting for them? Well, many of us have, ladies and gentlemen, and we keep getting beat down every single time. And at some point, you got to look around and go, okay, uh, like for me, I'm married, four kids, how many times can I keep beating my head against the wall until we realize that we have done all we can uh, to fight to turn around these states? Um, was, well, am from California, now in Texas. So in California, I was born and raised, served in law enforcement out there, raised my family, and it was at once the state of Reagan. And over the years, unions largely got in control and began to control then all of politics. And from that, you know, to get elected, it takes a lot of money. Uh, there's no such thing really as a true grassroots candidate just knocking doors today winning on their own like that in congressional seats where you've got the Democrats pouring in not just money, but pouring in dishonest uh, campaigns. And it trust me, it does not just happen on the left, happens as the right as well, disgraceful on both sides. You know, but for me and my wife, we fought and fought and fought in California. I ran for Congress twice out there was the Republican nominee. And uh, I'll tell you, that's an exhausting process. God bless anybody who's run. Uh, and once you start getting up to the congressional level, it, it's a huge geographic region and requires incredible uh, volunteers, a team of staff uh, to really compete. We were facing up in an open seat in 2014. Uh, and the C, the Democrat Congressional Campaign Committee, targeted this seat that I was running in as their number one pickup in the country. And so what did they do to attack me? They brought in Clinton, they brought in Biden, they spent a ton of money, the unions got involved. And here we are fighting, right? We were fighting for our state. We didn't just give up, wave the white flag. We fought, fought, fought. And where in the hell was the Republican Party to help us fight to win at the national level? They were nowhere to be seen. So 
you know, from a military perspective and me having 21 years in retired, you don't put your troops on the battlefield, folks, to get slaughtered. That is irresponsible, putting it lightly. But imagine sending your troops off toward a battle and you give them no air cover. That's the Republican Party in California and a Republican Party in a lot of other areas from the national level. They never gave some of these seats a chance. And so here's the point. Why then? Why then should good-hearted conservatives, good Americans, good Republicans run in these seats when we know now that the National Republican NRCC, National Republican Congressional Committee, isn't going to lift a finger. They're going to let you go out there and fight every single day and literally die on the vine. And so this is where we are in this country. It comes down to money and resources. Right. And, and look, from a strategic perspective, uh, they can't spend their money everywhere because they don't have a lot. Well, they have a lot, but how they spend it is questionable. So going back to what I started about, yes, you, know, you got to fight where you are. But at some point, you got to ask yourself, is this now worth it? So in 2014, when I ran exhausting campaign, God bless all the volunteers and the support that we had. But man, we were getting hammered from the mail and the airwaves, not just with mail, but dishonest mail uh, and Bloomberg's anti-gun pack that paid money, digital ads, putting my face next to a terrorist on every website locally that if you looked at it, you would have thought I was giving guns to terrorists. Why? Well, because I had an A rating by the NRA. That's how much Bloomberg hated myself and the NRA and how much money these folks spent in these races. But where was? The Republican Party coming in to counter that. They weren't. What were we doing? Knocking on doors. Everybody we talked to, certainly they understood it. But in a huge congressional race, you can't possibly knock on every door. And my God, nor you just can't do it. You can't do it. So that's why you got to offset it with funds, especially in a race where the other side is unloading mail. And for us on election night in 2014, that election came down to the wire. First results come in at 8.05 p.m. on election night. And by the way, this is the general. We had won the primary. There were seven candidates. We placed number one in the primary out of seven, beating out every elected mayor in that race, including my opponent, who was a sitting mayor of Redlands at the time. And you would have thought that would have been enough to engage the NRCC to fight in this race. Obviously, it wasn't. Election night, 8.05 comes in. It's just myself and one Democrat facing off. We were up by about one point on election night in 2014. And as the results began to trickle in the next few days, the provisional ballots get dropped off and counted there in California. The race tilts the other way and we lost it. I was asked by the NRCC if I would consider running again in 2016 because of how close we had gotten. And my first response was, hell no. I'm not going to do that to my wife and kids again. It's exhausting. It's hard on them, hard on us, hard on me, hard on you. But we did it because we thought finally we had awoken these folks in D.C. to pay attention to some of these California seats that are winnable. So here we go. Off to the races in 2016, repeating our ground successes, repeating our primary win into the general. And guess what? There was no Republican Party again. And that was it. That was it. So when people say stay and fight uh, in your state to keep it red, hey, uh, been there, done that. And when you don't have the support to fight to keep it red, what do you have left? I look at my kids. I'm not going to raise them there. Crime's out of control. Schools are deplorable. Drugs everywhere. Impossible to buy a home. It's just a mess. 
So we relocated to Texas six years ago and created the company Conservative Move, helping folks move out of blue states to red states. But I want to talk to you briefly about some of these statistics, these stats that I talked about considerably. And and, uh, I'll play the Newsmax interview here for you at the end. But what do you think about some of these housing trends, right? Nobody knows which way the housing market's going to go. Interest rates much higher today than they were a year ago. But look, the overall rise in interest rates compared to 2021 is but a huge damper on families that are making the move. Uh, They're just sort of staying put. Uh, That may change here, but we'll see. Look, but the November election, I think people saw that in Arizona and other places and were frustrated. In California, frustrated. It's a single party state. And so because of that, uh, we've seen another uptick in interest at our website at conservativemove.com. But the interest rates are going to be an impact. And which way they go, uh, nobody knows. Right now, what we know is they're much higher than they were just a year ago. So, you know, while there's an overall shortage of housing in America, we got to think about why blue states are such a mess. Well, let's talk about California. Affordable housing in air quotes. Think about that. They, they're the leftist in California complain about not enough housing, but yet they open their doors and borders to illegal immigration. Over a million, right? Who knows how many it is? Right? Well, more than a million. Well, imagine if they didn't have an illegal immigration problem in California, what the housing market might have looked like. Mind you, the political landscape. There's an article I just read about a brand new hospital opened in, uh, I think it was South LA, six or seven years old, uh, MLK Hospital, state of the art, Uh, but it's turned into a third world hospital, not from an appearance perspective of uh, the walls, the ceiling, the paint, but because it has now turned into the homeless place to come and get care for anything. And Folks who can't even get in to see their regular doctors are now going to this MLK hospital emergency room for things that are not emergencies. Why? Because the healthcare system is blown up in California. Illegal immigration is a huge reason for that. They got a shortage of doctors, right? Obviously, Uh, folks are moving. Uh, We're seeing a lot of uh, doctors, dentists, nurses moving out of these places to other states for better quality of life. So you take a case study, if you will, this MLK hospital, and it's a mess. I think I just read it in LA Times, New York Times. And you look at the pictures that they show, they literally have chairs out in hallways. Uh, They've had to add on, they're using cubicles uh, to triage. And think about this. Look, where I am in Texas, I don't see that. In fact, we have a plethora of hospitals where there is a zero waiting time uh, to get in but not not in these blue states where they have literally broken the law, allowing for illegal immigration, encouraging illegal immigration, encouraging homelessness, and encouraging people to use illegal drugs. Well, duh, it's no wonder you're going to have healthcare issues, mental health crisis, and this exploding problem that is really destroying the quality of life, not just for those that are addicted, the mental illness, but how about you know, those that are paying your taxes to run the state, largely your middle class families and your small businesses, which, oh, by the way, two of the biggest groups that are escaping these blue states. Certainly hear about Toyota moving out of California, Nissan moving out of California a few years ago, Tesla, right? 
moving uh, headquarters. Everybody's looking at a better place to not only land their business, but to raise their family. These two things go hand in hand. But in California, they pass asinine uh, legislation. The taxes are completely out of control. They have made McDonald's jobs a career field now for everybody who's looking to probably not escalate themselves higher than a fast food job, which, by the way, should be a stepping stone onto something else. So all of a sudden, you're no longer going to be paying fast food prices. Then what's the difference? I eat at IHOP occasionally, and there's one special meal I like. And if I look at it here in Texas and in California, it's like a $5 difference higher in California. Why? Well, because they've increased wages and everything else. And everybody's paying more, paying more, paying more. Obviously, with gas, the schools are crumbling. The crime is out of control. You got DAs releasing criminals. You got laws on the books. They're actually shutting down prisons in California as we speak. Has crime gone down to justify that? Of course not. Crime is out of control, but you got a soft on crime, books not bars mentality run by the radical left. And their ideology is what is absolutely destroying society. Look no further than the parks in and around California. Look, parks are made for kids, right? Out here in Texas where I am, I see kids with parents at their parks. In California, many of the parks you go to, guess what? It's gangs, graffitis, people sleep in there, and needles. You're not going to put your kid in that sandbox for fear of what's around you, or they're going to get stuck with a needle in the sandbox. So, And what? Solar uh, housing um, panels they approved here in, in California are going to increase the average cost, about $20,000 per home. Oh my gosh, it just keeps going. Let's talk about the uh, Supreme Court ruling, right, and how this impacted people moving, which is interesting. So um, uh, Supreme Court, the June 24th, 2022 ruling on abortion, right, uh, basically, you know, was was more aligned with the, with the pro-life side, very excited, the radical anti-left, the radical pro-left side that believes more in the choice thing, right? And Congress just now, all the Democrats were united saying that, look, if an aborted baby is born, right, on the table breathing after a botched abortion, the Democrats voted unanimously, except I take it back, one Texas Democrat didn't vote with them, but everybody else did to let that baby die. Is that not evil? But this, my friends, is a motive for people looking to move, actually both on the left and the right. Here in Texas, I see billboards from New York and California about going there to uh, have an abortion vacation or whatever they're calling it. Uh, absolutely disgraceful. But you also see people in California and New York that are conservatives going, I need out of this place because the ideology here has gotten so crazy, so fast that I'm afraid for my kids. I don't want to raise them in this kind of an environment. All right. So businesses, right? In California, it's a one-party state and policies are pushing out working families and businesses. So while California's got out of control crime, homelessness, taxes, regulations, these red states like Texas are the complete opposite. And that's why Americans are voting with their feet. The budget numbers are pretty clear. Texas has a surplus of about $33 billion right now. And blue California has got a 20-something billion dollar deficit. Now, 
they are expecting in California a decline of about $6 billion. But yet you look at their budget, it's illegal immigration, it's free healthcare, it's free school, it's free college, it's, it's all these freebies. And at some point, at some point, the state, you run out of money. The federal government never does, quote unquote, air quotes, because they keep printing more. But states, by law, have to have a balanced budget or they got to start cutting in places. Well, where are they going to cut? Where are they going to go? What I can tell you is top businesses that are moving are moving out of these states like New Jersey, California, Illinois, especially around Cook County, and obviously New York. Top destinations, no surprise, Texas, Tennessee, Florida, Nevada, Arizona. That's where these business refugees are moving. Now, from an individual perspective, families, where are they moving? Well, talked a lot about California, obviously. New York is big. Again, Illinois, but also moving out of Pennsylvania, moving out of Massachusetts, Washington, India, Indiana, Michigan, and Wisconsin. The top states that families, families are moving to, Texas, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, Nevada, uh, Delaware, interestingly, uh, and Idaho. The top overall reasons that families move out of blue states, it's the same for businesses, right? Crime, high taxes. For families who are looking at good quality schools, they want a quality of life. The homelessness, the tent cities, the needles, the drugs. Uh, I just read an article last night where uh, op-ed in the San Diego Tribune basically talked about a, a rather wealthy individual. I don't know the political makeup, but I'll tell you what, you read his editorial, he went bike riding in Balboa and was talking about being attacked and harassed um, you know, by homeless encampments. Said you can't enjoy your bike ride in downtown San Diego. Yeah, you can't. And I lived there. I was stationed there for Navy. It's a beautiful city with weather. And it's a shame because you've got two frictions happening. You've got state-failed policies, and now you've got Democrats running that area. You shouldn't be surprised, right? Shouldn't be surprised that these things are happening. As far as I'm concerned, look, it's sad. But hey, let it be. Why? Because every other city and state in America needs to look at those places and say, we don't want that. So you want to keep doing your crazy stuff. We're going to learn from you and not do that in our states. And any crazy elected official that is, we're going to get them out. So that's where we are. And the numbers are huge. Uh, new polling out of California shows that 70% of Republicans want out of the state. And check this number out. A quarter, 25% of Democrats also want out of California. Now look, Democrats, if you're thinking of moving out of California, please don't move to a red state and vote the same way that you were voting in the blue state, right? Don't, don't destroy the place that you're going. I'm assuming those 25% Democrats, maybe old school Democrats, are going, oh my God, this is just nuts. Okay, right? Maybe it is. Or maybe they're just clueless Democrats and can't connect the dots that what they vote for is the reasons that are creating the conditions of why they want to leave in the first place. But look, California is not unique. The new data also, 2022 polling this fall, show that out of New York, 67% of Republicans are wanting to move. But guess what? 34% of Democrats want out. Isn't that amazing? Uh, half of Democrats in Florida and Texas express that they want to move. Uh, more than twice the number of Republicans. Democrats, you know what? Do it. Move to New York. Move to California from Florida, from Texas. And then tell people 
what it's like. I would really love to hear your story about moving from Texas to Florida. Uh, sorry, moving out of Texas, out of Florida to either New York or California. I want to hear how much you enjoy the high part price of gas, the regulations, the failing schools, the crime everywhere. Tell us what it's like because you know what? You're going to come back to those red states and hopefully if you do, you're going to drop that crazy mentality of voting for the radical left because those policy positions alone from taxes and regulations, you ought to know by now it's harmful. And if not, uh, there's probably no hope. Well, look, uh, thanks for joining me here. Listen up. I'm going to play this uh, interview here with my good friend Tom Basili on Newsmax. And uh, check us out, conservativemove.com. And if you happen to be a real estate agent want to join our network across the country, check out gopagent.com. God bless you all. Thanks for joining me. This is Paul Chabot. Looking forward to seeing you at the next episode. God bless. Americans were on the move in 2022. A national realignment is continuing to see people move out of the power centers of the West Coast and the Northeast to more affordable areas of the country. To talk about the trends and what to expect in 2023, Paul Chabot is the founder of Conservative Move, an organization that helps people relocate to areas that match their values. Paul, good to see you. Thanks for making the time for us. Talk to us about the trends in 2022 first. Where are are people going and where are they coming from? Yeah, so 2022 is interesting. The first half was basically a lockdown, shutdown economy, uh, but then people began to really uh, put their feet behind their ability to move. And so where folks are moving to across this country, it's no surprise now, Texas, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, and Nevada, and they're fleeing blue states. Uh, California, New York, lead the pack, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, uh, Washington, Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin. And so what you're also seeing this change in 2022 going to 2023 with congressional representation. Uh, the blue states are losing congressional representation in California and New York. And guess where they're going? Uh, Florida and Texas, red states. And so we mm -hmm. absolutely anticipate this to continue a trend line uh, through 2023 as well. As those states uh, really continued to focus on lockdowns and COVID restrictions, you know, 2020, 2021, I mean, people were taken off. Uh, they were, they were, you know, they were, you always were seeing those uh, those moving trucks going down I-95. Yeah, um, right. And uh, my family knows something about this. <laughs> but, you know, people are moving, but also companies and jobs. Tell us That's what right. we're seeing there. What, what have we seen this year so far? Yeah, companies are largely fleeing blue states, especially out of California. Like California has been a driving industry for a large part of the economy uh, for the world or for our country, for that matter, fifth, potentially fourth. But they're losing considerable amount of businesses over 350 in the last few years. That's definitely seen an uptick. And it's not just major corporations, right? You certainly have, you know, Tesla uh, with Elon Musk. Now there's chatter he might move Twitter, who knows, uh, to Texas as well. But look, it costs more to do business in these states. If you were to look at just Texas to California, our labor cost in Texas, where I am now, originally from California, we're 35% less. So if you're a business owner, large or small, you're going to be able to survive this very turbulent Biden economy much stronger in red states than in blue states. Yeah. You, you know, New York Governor Kathy Hochul uh, believes that making states like hers an abortion sanctuary will attract people and jobs. They're not changing the tax structure in these states. Uh, California's looking at potentially a $25 billion uh, 
budget gap now. Um, they're really leaning into social issues. Is that a strategy that, that that's going to work here? No, it's a loser on their end every single time. And you know they need to look no further than a recent poll out of 2022. It's not just Republicans that want to leave these blue states. It's Democrats, too. Recent polling shows, look, look California, 70 percent of Republicans want out. 25 percent of Democrats want out. Look at New York, another blue state. 67 percent of Republicans want out and 34 percent of Democrats yeah. want out. It's fascinating. But look, one caveat, if you're in a red state, don't be afraid of those that are moving there. Data consistently shows that more conservatives are moving to these red states and actually helping to keep these red states a little bit redder based on exit polling and Beto and Cruz in 18. We saw that. And I think that trend's going to continue. You're going to see a massive shift of not just families and individuals, but also businesses moving to red states. All right. Terrific. We're going to have to leave it there. Paul Chabot, conservative move. Thanks to you for being here. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Tom. Merry Christmas. Great show. Blue states are a mess. Homelessness, failing schools, high crime, high taxes, high gas prices. And with drugs everywhere, the elected officials in these blue states are, well, probably high too. If you live in one of these blue states, it's time to grab your family and hightail it out of there to a red state where America thrives. Learn more at escapebluestate.com. That's escapebluestate.com.